Ego, greetings to Lagos and beyond. Always a delight for this with part of this privilege here on Inspiration 92.3 FM Family Radio. Every Sunday, you allow us into your space, into that gray matter between the ears, into your livelihood, into your Sunday merriment to share topics in the range of wellness. As always, we say that wellness is a perspective on our health that gives reverence to the source of our being. We impart their five pillars to wellness. Spirituality, mindset, nutrition, lifestyle, and environment. With the, understanding, with the understanding that it all starts with creation, that we are perfect beings created in its image and likeness. And so when Ilman comes on, let's ask ourselves, where did we deviate from that starting gift? What are we doing that we could undo to reclaim that gift, that original starting point of wellness? The month of June, we've christened it Men's Month. So we're doing everything about men this month on the radio, on Zoom, on all our platforms, IG, you name it. Last week, we had Barista Ben here with us, and we talked about men in general by our indices are looking very concerning globally. Look at data from around the world, from the U.S., and also our local Nigerian data. And it's showing that ailments that afflict men is about five major ones. Heart disease, high blood pressure, diabetes, cancer. And it's a global trend. Man, we haven't caught up with the U.S. yet, but we have chasing after those numbers. Let's chase after good numbers, not illness numbers. And so to help us chase after good numbers, we have our esteemed, I mean, extraordinary cardiologist to help us understand why men are scoring so high on this test. Or should I say why men are flunking this test? Which one is it? Scoring high or flunking? Good afternoon to our great teacher, inspiring mentor, Dr. Osho. Professor. I'll be the professor, <laughs> cardiologist, who's been with us for several shows in the past and always a delight to learn from him. His breadth of knowledge goes practically, clinically, and uh, frankly, it's an honor and a privilege. I do ballet for you, sir. Good afternoon, sir. Yeah, good afternoon, and uh, uh, thank you for uh, inviting me uh, once again to, uh, to this uh, studio. Um, and uh, for a topic of this nature. Uh, it is always nice uh, to be around you, and uh, it's always nice to have um, the opportunity to try and uh, discuss with uh, ourselves, that is men, and also women, of course, because women are very deep in our lives. Uh, what they would probably not ordinarily hear in a clinic that is very busy, especially in uh, general hospital settings, where the, the people are so many, and uh, it's um, uh, practically impossible for uh, a typical doctor in a clinical setting of that nature to be able to advise uh, and talk to people uh, as they should talk to them. Uh, first thing I just want to say is that uh, this should also go to doctors who are in practice as well, that uh, more than 50% of looking after human beings is in you know, educating them. So the most important aspect of clinical medicine uh, is actually the ability to discuss with the patient and uh, educate the patient and ask, answer questions uh, as much as possible from the patient. Because some of the things that worry people's minds are really uh, trivial 
uh, if they knew the explanation for what was behind the way they were feeling. Mm -hmm. So probably a large part of what I'm going to do here is to try and uh, uh, let uh, you know listening audience know that uh, it is possible to look after yourself uh, if you know the reason why your things are the way they are with you. Sir, as you were talking, many things went through my mind. First of all, just gazing at you, how youthful you look. And I know you are one of our mentors, one of our teachers. You're, you are trim, you are fit. I saw you dancing a moment ago to some awesome jazz music. So, so folks, get your pencil and paper because you're going to get it from a fountain of youth. Someone who lives, who is the embodiment of what he teaches. And by the way, do you know that the word doctor, go to the Latin root of that word. It means teacher. Teacher. That's our job, to impart knowledge so that you stay well. So that you get back on your feet and take part in the productive activities of life. All right, men, flunking this test, scoring too high on this test. Mm -hmm. Sir, help us out. We want to reverse this trend. Um, a few things that we should take note of is, in as much as there's genetics in what becomes of a human being, we now believe that the contribution of the environment into the outcome, into, in fact, into all outcomes, is supervening, now supervening gradually on the genes. You can take a simple example. If you take the child of a professor, mother is a professor, father is a professor, and you were to rear them, rear the child in a village way back where he doesn't have any access to any form of education, no access to school, no access to anything, he will really not be what you expect out of the child of a professor. The reverse, of course, is that if you took a child from the hills of a farm where they're growing cocoa or growing cassava, whatever they are, and you took that child first, for example, to a city like Lagos, then subsequently you were to move the child to some institution abroad, you go back and look at that child in a number of years, and he will never believe this was his origins. So I think it is very important for people to know that the environment uh, is now superior to a very great degree on the genes you have inherited from your parents or your great-grandparents. Mm. And it is also possible to affect the, the, to af affect the, um, the influence of those genes by manipulating the environment. This is what I think uh, is important uh, for men. So the reason, or one of the reasons, we come to more reasons, why men are flunking this test of, uh, you know, uh, good survival, longevity, and uh, decrease in, uh, in morbidity in, in the burden of disease is got to do a large part with the environment. Environment meaning things like uh, nutrition, things like sedentary lifestyle, things like, uh, you know, people uh, indulging in uh, things like tobacco, things like excessive alcohol. All these are very important in what becomes of a human being. Uh, on the long run. Things like nutrition, what you're eating and what you're failing to eat. Yes. Things like sedentary lifestyle, yes. sitting down too much, too long, eh? And your other behaviors. He said, your genes are playing a small role. The environment is playing a massive role. And he gave a pr very practical example of a child 
born to highly educated folks who is now raised in a very dull intellectual environment and one who is taken from that environment and raised in an environment that is very stimulating intellectually your genes are not just permanent they actually can be influenced by your environment that's what the science is saying all right let's let, let, let's dig deeper now uh what the most uh, today uh among men the one of the commonest medical problems or the commonest medical problem would be related cardiovascular problems uh, heart disease and high blood pressure and uh, if you are if we if we if we pick on uh, and diabetes so at any particular time in nigeria or indeed in the world in the world totally the figure is like this at any particular time about 2.2 billion people have high blood pressure on earth whether they are young whether they are old or even children and that's a belief that this this belief about blood, especially blood pressure we can't we can't speak enough about high blood pressure because it is the basis for heart attacks is basis for kidney failure is basis also uh, for strokes hypertension and yet about 35 percent of the population has hypertension at any particular time 35 percent which is quite high the same thing with diabetes and these are all, you know, uh, terrible uh, markers for uh, people's survival, for the quality of life, for longevity and all that. And in this environment, doctors should concentrate on letting people know a lot of things, especially about high blood pressure. I.e., for example, anybody can have high blood pressure. It doesn't matter whether you are a sinner or you are a saint. Anybody can have high blood pressure. It doesn't matter your age. Children do have high blood pressure. So people have to know that and stop worshipping all sorts of gods. I think what people should do is to face what is in front of them, look after it, and know that it is possible to have high blood pressure and die at the age of 100 by another condition while you control your blood pressure. There is no cure for high blood pressure, but there is control. So people need to know these few factors before they go uh, cursing and swearing at the wrong place. Several years ago, I was privileged to give a talk at a seminary here in the Southwest and do some health screening. And my goodness, this was a minor seminary. It means it was like a secondary school, um, senior secondary school. And we had about six students with high blood, blood pressure. pressure. Well, they just have high blood pressure. Because to today, medical science does not have a genetic trace as to the inheritance of high blood pressure. No. That this high blood pressure is not passed from your mother or your father to you by any gene that we know, like sickle cell. Sickle cell we know. Somebody has sickle cell, we know that if two people with sickle cell gene marry themselves, they're likely to have a child that is SS. We know that one. But that of high blood pressure, we don't know. There's no gene for it. So we are, we are blaming a lot of phenomena as being important in making high blood pressure worse or increasing it. And... These are just epiphenomena. But for black people, people should know this. For blacks, you have to know that salt is very important in high blood pressure. We're not saying salt is the one that causes high blood pressure. But it's very important in making the high blood pressure or your blood pressure to remain, you know, untreatable or uncontrollable. Cigarette smoking. Exceedingly, if you, if you smoke even a stick of cigarette, all the work that is being done by all the medicines that the doctors are doing, giving you will be undone 
because for every puff of cigarette smoke that you take there are about at least 150 different hydrocarbons inside it so cigarette smoking uh, 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 salt intake for blacks especially for blacks mm. then a sedentary lifestyle cholesterol levels in the blood and living long things like diabetes will also make high blood pressure so in every person when you see high blood pressure you should also watch out for cholesterol and diabetes the, the triplets you mentioned hydrocarbons. I like that word. It's a very scary word. If you smoke even one cigarette, you're going to pump yourself with 150 different hydrocarbons. Do you know where else you get hydrocarbons? You know, in the Delta, when you have those tall, tall funnels yes. putting out fire, 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 yeah. those are hydrocarbons. Yes. Just imagine you are on top there inhaling. That's what smoking does to you. 150 hydrocarbons. The triplets, diabetes, high blood pressure, high cholesterol. All right. Environmental factors. You've mentioned nutrition. You've mentioned um, light lifestyle, um, sedentary lifestyle, lack, lack of sleep. Lack of exercise. Lack, lack of exercise. Yes. All right. Why do we begin to reverse this trend? If I may add, you, you, you recall the late Professor Joseph Chodipo? Yes, very much so. He said when he was in school in Glasgow, Chodipo passed away at age 92. He could thump his chest at these so-called elements of the West yes. were absent here when he was growing up. Now we're seeing it. You've mentioned some key factors. What can we do to begin to reclaim or avoid this? In support of, uh, of Professor uh, Ladipo, uh, uh, you know, uh, what, what, he, what he mentioned, I could also tell you that in the 70s, we cardiologists and doctors in this part of the world in collaboration with cardiologists in East African hospitals, especially the Molago Hospital in East Africa, were searching for coronary heart disease in Nigerian patients. And we didn't find Including doing post-mortem on people who had died for other reasons just to find out if there was, if there were any blood vessels that were blocked in their hearts. And we didn't find them. These jobs were done in the 70s, yes. not too long ago, in the 70s, in this part of the world. And it is a fact then that we, we did not record Professor Kuwabi, uh, Professor Vyasu, these are all departed, God bless their souls. They were, they were involved in all this to search, and we didn't find. But what has changed so terribly with us? In 40 to 50 years. Yes. Diet and a sedentary lifestyle and lack of exercise diet especially diet which has become so salty in our our taste buds have been modified by society by the arrival of things like uh, mr big mr small mr whatever they are you know bringing so much salt into our food and oil and fat into our into our food so this is uh, and the, the 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 provision of uh, of conveniences you move from one air-conditioned room into an air-conditioned car and into an air-conditioned house and into an air-conditioned office, like that. Nobody is walking any distance anymore. Even on a, on a, on a, on a local basis, like say at the, at, the, at, the, at, the, at the lower levels of society, the arrival of Okada has also made us so lazy. The people want Okada to drop them at their doorsteps. So that if you drop somebody at a, at a, at a bus stop, which is like 
five minutes walk from his house, from there he will take an Okada. Instead of walking the remaining distance. So these factors are also, although they appear, they are far-fetched, but they are there. That's why you are seeing these medical conditions in both young and old. So it doesn't really matter whether you are rich or poor, anybody is now getting high blood pressure because of the way we are living our lives. But doctor, these are factors of living better condition, living in the city. Now, these are, this is development. This is progress. This is, um, you know, this is the, I mean, this is life. And so they jump for West. Eh? You know, make, make, make the enter Okada, use AC, you know, make, make, professor. Yeah, but you know, is the West turning out good figures from that? Absolutely not. Thank exactly. you. Exactly. They are not turning out good figures. This is the history of uh, cardiac disease in the, in the Western world as it, and came, that came to us. Now, immediately after the Second World War in Britain, they were actually distributing fat to poor people because it contained a lot of calories and it was, poor, it, was, uh, it was cheap to get so that they could get energy to work either in the factories or to in building and consulting houses. But before that time, the ability to reach fat and meat and raw meat was, was, the, was the preserve, exclusive preserve of rich people who will sit down and a lot of servants, they will slaughter the goat or the sheep or the, or, the, or the pig and the man will take the fattest part of it and while he's doing that, he'll be drinking wine. Then these men started dying before their servants who were eating the crumbs and eating the vegetables. So when the, the, when the knowledge came that when you took these two histories, that is, the coronary artery disease started rising in poor people. And you ask him, why, why are they, what? It was discovered that it is because of the diet that they were having. So rich people in the Western world, especially in the UK, now changed to vegetables. And their vegetables became more expensive and, and meat became cheaper and available to poor people. So coronary artery disease and high blood pressure started rising in the poor population. This, these are the stories the West has to tell us. So we can't follow that. I am so happy you have given this perspective, this historical clarity. The rich consumed the fatty food initially. At the beginning, yes. At the beginning. Yes. They got the disease. Yes. So we call this elements of the affluent. Yes. Now, the rich are going back to chop the leaves and vegetables and the roots. And keeping slim. And keeping slim. Yes, and trim. And the poor people are running to <clears throat> the chicken houses and yeah. the... Yeah. Pizza houses yes. and the fast food yes. places where the food... You mentioned salt, you mentioned fat. You didn't talk about my favorite, sugar. Well, there is the same thing. Take note, before now, sugar had to be refined from the... Of course, originally from the back of slaves, like our own people. So it was expensive because you had to travel distances to come and catch the slaves and transport them. and You lost some on the way or threw some away. So it was an expensive, uh, you know, commodity which again was available only first to those who were rich at that time but as the rich people started discovering that it was poisoning them they started living it and then sugar had become commercially available now and then everybody from below started taking it underline that word yes poisoning them yes these elements that we enjoy so much the, the excess salt the sugar yeah. all these fatty foods slow poison as a matter of fact the 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 sense of taste of of sweet is new to the human to the human being originally 
the, it, the human being is the one who acculturated himself to to sweet to sweetness the human tongue originally didn't have the the facilities or the the the, the nerve endings for sweets for sweetness in them but you can train yourself that's what i'm talking about environment you can train yourself to become a sheep or goat so the human being is the one that trained his own tongue to appreciate sweets and converted himself to sweetness man Hey, folks, I hope you're taking notes. I hope you're really digesting what we're learning from. You know, that's why I said, prof Professor, mentor, teacher, he's just in a walking encyclopedia. And we're so happy he's looking so youthful and so vi vibrant. All right. You know, the mindset. Because we look at these things as elements of development elements of we want to have them we want to enjoy them today we have the ice cream places we have the fast food the burger places and for example when i go to my children's school for a pta meeting or children's day program all their parents are bringing these things that you mentioned in other words we're preparing our children earlier and earlier for this environmental damage to us our system the mindset component. How do we begin to unlock ourselves from this sweet tooth or sweet taste that has now grabbed our minds? I think it should now actually start from schools as way back as primary schools. The government in this country, for example, I think they say they now serve a meal a day in some schools, depending on where the schools are. With government getting that opportunity to be able to modify the thinking of our own children from when they are from literally from the cradle, should seize that opportunity and educate the children and also give them the training to eat foods that are natural. It's very difficult for you to go to the village in any part of this country and go and see an overweight farmer. That's why that is eating pounded yam three times a day. He will not be overweight. Because he's exercising himself, he's working hard, and he's taking a lot of vegetable as part of the of his, of his life on a daily basis. So those are diets, those are meals are not the ones that give people fat or make people fat. The people have the wrong notion that if you eat pounded yam and if you eat no 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 no. The, the one 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 bottle of coke contains about nine to ten cubes of sugar you can imagine the quantity of energy in it one bottle of a soft drink yes. contains nine to ten cubes of sugar yes so if you if you if you were and when people drink that they take they think this is a what do you call it it's a snack it's not a meal then they will still eat their meals so the quantity of sugar they are consuming in one city is probably already more than Two to three places of pandemic with a, a four it's more than that all right we need to open the lines uh, um uh, our number here zero seven zero zero nine two three nine two three nine two three and the time is almost gone i think we, this show definitely merits a part two if professor if doctor will 
allow us to do a part two. Yeah, I will be quite willing, uh, indeed, because as a as a as a public uh, uh, awareness program, uh, it we cannot speak enough to the population on how to look after themselves or to save themselves from themselves. That's the honest. That's the honest way I will coin it. You need to save human beings from themselves in a lot of cases because there are certain people who are bent on some paths and without knowledge they will see they will truly truly perish how do you respond to our colleagues who say something must kill man make man enjoy life yeah the reality of course is that i had i have had uh, this before and somebody said look look doctor leave me Jerry. don't put this in on my something must kill a human being the question is, of course, everybody also prays that when it is time for me to die, I just want to die sharply without any problems. But what if that medical condition does not kill you, that makes you paralyzed or knocks down your kidney, and for the next 10, 15 years, you are a burden to yourself and to the well, Wellness half hour. Neiman, where you're calling from? You're on the air. Good afternoon, Dr. Good afternoon, sir. God bless, God bless you, sir. Thank you. Thank you. I'm Shai Bukoli from Lekki. Welcome, sir. Thank you. Yes, yes. I'm really enjoying this program. It's been a long time I've been following you. I, I, I derive joy in following you. And today again is 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 another eye opener. All of this month is about very, men's issues. Thank you very much for your for your work. I extend that to our guest today. Um, Professor Dr. Osho, top cardiologist, breaking it down. Professor, yes, 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 that's what I'm saying. Professor, thank you very much for your your enlightenment. It is it is it is awesome. Thank you very much. Thank you very much. God bless you, sir. You too. Thank you, sir. Why? Alright, so these are colleagues who talk about you know, mamas enjoy life. We are now saying they are Expecting when the time comes to transition, it just happened boom, uh, suddenly. It may, it may not be like that. It may not be like that. Yeah, because I mean, the condition, the Please turn down your radio. Please turn down your radio. Wellness half hour, good afternoon. Neiman, where are you calling from? Yeah, good afternoon, sir. Yes, sir, go ahead. Good afternoon, sir. Good afternoon. Hello, good. Yeah. My name is Simon Everest. I'm calling Alpha Beach. Simon, Simon Alpha Beach, awesome. How's the how's the climate in Alpha Beach? Cool weather, yeah? Yeah, 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 fun. Please go ahead with your question. Yeah. Go ahead, Abraham. Okay. Yeah, this is but I'm so happy for this your program. And I pray that uh, God will give the over long live. Amen. Amen. And you too. What yes. I if there are uh, little chance, I only explain about why would they have uh, a kidney uh, problem? That is my own question in this uh, program. Thank okay. you so much. Okay. Kidney problem. Okay. One more, one more caller. One and a half hour. Neiman, where are you calling from? Good afternoon. I'm the professor was talking about gene, about somebody somewhere in, in Lagos and the other guy in the, in the park. But what I'm not sure is, are you saying that because somebody is in the farm, the gene is automatically, I mean, somebody that cannot do well, and that's in Lagos is toxic? 
if I'm misunderstanding you, you are saying that can the environment affect the genes? Is that what you're saying? If yeah, in talking about the genes, uh, in the beginning, we talk about two people in which the environment um, supersedes the genes. Okay, yes, all right. Pro Professor, I'll yeah, that question. Can I, I, what I'm explaining is that the total environment of a human being, i.e., if you were to nurture somebody properly, so we are talking about nature and nurture, and we now know that nurture, not, not nature, nurture is now superior to what you have inherited. After all, somebody could be born without a leg. They can turn around and become a, a pilot, an, an, an aircraft pilot, if you train him. You getting me? If you train the person, you could become a pilot. So if you uh, leave somebody who has a lot of potential, genetic potential, in an environment that does not stimulate, that does not degrade that person, he will not develop that genetic potential. If you then take somebody who has only very little genetic inheritance and now supply him an environment that is fantastic, that is very uh, supporting, that is educative, that person will attain their maximum. On that question, we have to round up. Quickly about kidney. Yeah, he said something about kidney disease. The, if, you, if somebody has high blood pressure that is not controlled, it will knock down the kidneys. Mm. If they have diabetes that is not controlled, it will knock down the kidneys. So it is very important to know that high blood pressure does not affect just your body, one part of the body affects. It can affect the kidney, can affect the brain, it can affect the heart and give somebody heart failure. If you have kidney failure today in Nigeria, you need about 100,000 naira every week to survive or on dialysis minimum depending on where you go and if you are looking for a heart a kidney transplant you will need about 10 million minimum uh, to then after you've done the transplant you will now be needing every month at least a hundred and fifty thousand naira to buy the drugs to make sure that that transplanted kidney does not reject so it is best to look at that blood pressure with cheap medicines that are available for africans and spend maybe every month spend maybe something like five thousand naira or seven thousand naira to to buy your medicines for the month one last half hour all about men's month this month of june we have with us today professor dr osho thank you thank you thank you we'll have a part two either next week or the following week so just, just stay with us all of this month on our various platforms here on the radio on zoom and ig as we talk about men and men's health thank you very much uncle sonny